It's the Sports Radio 610 Roundtable Spring Baseball Edition. Live from Twin Peaks off 290, here's Landry Locker, SportsRadio610.com's John McClain, and The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Uh, as we are uh, usually a little 5 o'clock fire, it's been changed. Uh, but, hey, it's been changed for the right thing. By the way, uh, this, uh, this segment sponsored by the good people at Regents Bank. Uh, as uh, as uh, we always uh, we always love our friends there, but we replaced a little five o'clock fire, Clint, because we got a little baseball. It's time to get get ready for the season now. It's we time get to a get chance ready. to party, party. As uh, as uh, we got our special round table here at Twin Peaks. Uh, Landry Locker's in the building. I know he's ready to go. The, the hell's going on here? We practice. We still practicing COVID protocols or what? Why y'all sitting so I far know we away? Do, we do look like that TNT wide. Damn, John, does the show stink? <laughs> no, I know I don't stink. I, I am sweat over a lot. here I because I want to be closer to his fiance, <laughs> Holly Thompson. That's what it is. It's, uh, it's he's going to have a baby in August. <laughs> Avery, and I'm so Damn. happy oh, yeah, for her. Put the name out put there. It, hey, John, put the name Love out there. Love it. Avery, huh? Love it. it. And I told Holly, I said, don't worry. We'll get the SOB that did it. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll it's going to come out looking like Drake. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Congratulations, Landry. Hey, Holly, I, would, yes. I just Very excited. wouldn't accept that. I wouldn't just going to come out looking like Drake. I don't know. Uh, she's yeah. heard it. I, 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 I hope she's heard it before. Ain't the first time. I like Avery, bro. Yeah, A V A V R I A V R I. The spelling too. A V R I. Avery Grace. Okay, No E. Is it Avery? Is Avery Grace? Yeah, that's my daughter's middle name is Grace. Okay, yeah, it's her middle name too. Really? That's all around, huh? Who came up with Avery? I think it was like a group thing. A group thing. Who came up with the spelling? Me. Yeah, I did. I spelled Lauren's name a little different. That was me. That was my touch as well. Yeah, we're all creative here. I'll there be damned. That's good That's stuff, it. man. I'll be, all right, let's dive into this, guys. Um, I don't know about you. The, the, the top things that, that, that come in my head in the general, I'll let, you, I'll, I'll let you jump on this first because you were down at West Palm Beach uh, a couple weeks ago is still to me these two guys that are not participating right now, Lance McCullers Jr., which is really not a shock when you think about Lance's history, and then Jordan Alvarez. He's who sore. Is, uh, who was initially only supposed to not be swinging, or supposed to be done, and then swinging a bat two days. That has now turned into roughly sixteen or seventeen days. And then yesterday we talked to we talked to a John Heyman, who said the general manager said he'd be swinging Saturday. The day before, Jordan said he'd be swinging next week. And then somebody else told him, "Well, I don't know if he's going to make it." to the start of the season. How concerned are you, John, about what's going on with Jordan in his hands? I was there for nine days, and we asked Dusty, and Dusty said every baseball player wakes up in the morning with something hurting. He said, I had four hand operations. He said he'll be able to grip the bat. He had hand issues on both of them last year, went on the injured list for one of them, and McCullers told us you know, he's not going to be available for the start of the season. So now they're down to five legitimate starters. And you, because he was, he was laying low until he had his MRI that showed no structural damage yeah. in his elbow. So even though he's disappointed, I guarantee you he's relieved. This team has those two issues. They didn't seem too concerned about Alvarez. And the, the bat, only two battles they got, who's going to play center field and who's going to be the backup catcher? 
I just are you? Hold on, Landry. I just got it. I know you said John, you said John, couple, John came in hot trying to. Piss me. John came in with something. I, you came in. You said well, that. Must, oh, he, he woke up sore. They must have given John. Well, this some is. Good I mean, this is this, is this is this has been uh, this has been the longest sore that I've ever seen in my well, he life. He was hitting an off season. This is the longest sore. Once again, we're rolling into three weeks that I've ever seen. And, Breaking news from Sports Radio 610 is presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. All right, Tyler, what's the breaking news? Well, it's appropriate. Y'all are talking some Astros here. Ken Rosenthal, he is reporting right now at this moment that, uh, damn it. Yuli, <laughs> Yuli Guriel. He's no longer going to be a Houston Astro, people. He, the free agent first baseman, Yuli Guriel, he is in agreement to join the Marlins, sources tell Ken Rosenthal. Well, that was announced a long time ago, and then Yuli backed away because he wanted to get more money. Because remember, he came in the league when he's 32 years old. He, he knows this is his last contract, and the Astros toyed with bringing him back as a backup, but... Uh, I think they figured that's just not a role for him. So he's going to Marlins. At least, hopefully, he'll be able to start. Oh, oh, he had some serious decline last year. Tyler, is this a major league contract or is this a minor league deal? I, I'm I, waiting on those details. Rosenthal it, just put this out. Okay, because yesterday it was thought to be a, a, a minor league potential deal Ooh. that Yuli was signing, which he needs to he needs to hang him up. Uh, but we'll, I'll react. We'll react to Yuli in a second. But Landry, I just wanted to take it to you. He said. As we were talking about Jordan, John said he didn't feel like the, the Astros were really concerned about Jordan. Where, where are you on Jordan? I, I'm concerned about Jordan. I'm more concerned the fact that there is nothing wrong, the fact that they're just acting like this is normal. Like, if you would have told me at the end of the season Jordan Alvarez had hand surgery or something like that, then I'd be like, okay, that makes sense. That's why the hand was acting up. But the fact that he's just back and his hands hurt – I'm concerned about Jordan, and my fear with Jordan Alvarez, and this might sound crazy, is normally when you have a player this good at 25 years old, you assume, man, this guy's going to be amazing. Like, the, the best is yet to come. I almost feel like with Alvarez, as far as the actual production, I don't think it can get much better. Like, because when he's in the lineup, he's one of the best players in baseball. The only way it gets better is he's in the lineup every day. And I don't feel like Jordan Alvarez is going to be in the lineup every day. So I feel like, although he's 25 years old, I think we're already seeing, like, the best of Jordan Alvarez, which is really good as long as he's there. But I just feel like we're going to have this – there's this scare. He misses two weeks. There's this scare. He misses two weeks. Because there's nothing wrong. They're just acting like this is normal. I don't think it's normal. Well, Clement Clint, there's there's clearly got to be something wrong. Yeah, no, that's right. a, that's the scary <laughs> like, part. Is there's nothing there's nothing normal about it. Is I mean, I'd rather you tell me that it was soreness and it and it stuck around for three days, and then we're gonna we're gonna ease him back in for a week or two weeks or give him some time off or whatever the hell it may be. The combination of missing three weeks along with not having surgery, like Landry said, hell, two three months ago, right after the World Series, that that's the 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 interesting part. The scary part here is. Um, there's just a lot of unknown. There's a, there is a good chance. I know you and I went back and forth with, with about this show of him being a diva kind of thing, but there's a good chance. The way his, his knees were, like there was no, correct me if I'm wrong, Landry, I'm, I'm sure you got the background on this, but th- there was no like 
whoa, he hurt his knee, he's got to go. Like This was structural issues over time. Both of them. That's what I'm saying. Both of them at the same time. It wasn't. This wasn't one of those deals where something happened and he had to have surgery. Like these, these were structural issues that he had. He's a larger human being than most, and and when you, when, when a lot of times you see those kind of dudes that are built like that, they're injury prone, and and that's that's the part to me that gets scary is when you're when you're talking about one of those tightly wound, just abnormally large dudes. Like it, the injuries can pile up, and once you have the injuries with. The, the knee, then that usually that, that can that can you know turn into something with a back and can turn into this and that. Um, th- there's definitely a little bit of a scare there. Could turn into McCullers. Um, yeah. <laughs> Dusty Baker said when he was talking about guys, it's a long training, spring training, long season. But the first thing he said is they need Alvarez to play more games. Okay. Then he missed like well, that's terrifying. Didn't he missed last year, thirty something. Games, Which was probably a good season for and him. He's, and he had 37 homers, 93 RBIs. Imagine what he could do. Imagine what Mike Trout could do if he were ever healthy for a season. And uh, so we'll see because they, uh, as you guys know, they got to have him. Yeah, they, they got him. He's, he, he, he is like you take him out of that lineup, and they added a Brayu, and they've, they've added some thump, but you take him out of that lineup, it completely changes everything. I think I, I, I still think he has a real argument for being the best hitter in baseball. Clint, Jordan, you seem – and I think we can all say, uh, hell, really, I don't know. I mean, the Astros, they are really weird when it comes to deadlines. Uh, like right. with Jordan, mm-hmm. they never hit them at all. Well, the, the one refreshing thing, if there is, about Jordan is, again, back to what Landry originally said, is if you – if there were something like a major problem in these, in these hands, that he could, there would have been surgery – done immediately following so you you at least like the diagnosis the inside scoop if you will has got to be a lot more positive than missing three weeks of spring training will tell you well he's first of all if if you're just like when you used to squeeze a football you know if it didn't feel right you didn't do it there might not have been any structural damage might not needed to be any surgery but if he's squeezing a bat and it's bothering him they're telling him, don't squeeze the bat. And uh, we'll see. As long as he's ready for the start of the season, doesn't matter. Maybe he sl- starts slow because he hadn't had a lot of at-bats. But, man, I was thinking, watching, I was looking at his hands while we were talking to him and how big they are and imagining gripping the bat as hard as he does. And uh, you hope that it's not something that becomes chronic. Yeah. That's the word, chronic. That voice you're hearing right there is John McClain. Clint Sterner, myself, Landry Locker as uh, our baseball edition here of the roundtables. We're live here at Twin Peaks off 290. Make your way on out here as well. But, uh, listen, if we move over to the other guy, Landry, Lance McCullers. Um, well, we thought he'd be playing catch by now, and, and, and we still have not not gotten to that spot. I think we, we feel a little a little less positive about when he could start. I just I just throw this thought out to the group here. Now what we're seeing with Lance, do you feel like maybe a mistake was made with not bringing back Justin Verlander and not going all the way in with Justin Verlander now that we're seeing potential injury issues? That shouldn't be a surprise for Lance McCullers. I support letting Verlander go from, like, a baseball perspective. I think it it was fine to let him go. Uh, I was talking about the Scherzer deal before it even happened. But the other guy's got to step up now. 
And if, if they don't step up, I'm not going to fault them for that. But Christian Javier is no longer a guy who goes eight days without pitching and then you throw him out there. He's a guy you got to rely on. And I, I, I don't mind relying on him because I think I, I wouldn't be shocked if Christian Javier is an all-star. Uh, Framber Valdez is no longer a luxury where he's your second-best pitcher, but he's getting Cy Young votes. Um, Jose Urquidy, we barely even saw him in the postseason. Now you're probably going to need him. And Hunter Brown, it's not like, ah, you know, maybe we can spot start him here. The luxuries that they've had in the rotation, they're gone. So they're going to have to have guys step up. So I don't think letting Verlander go was a mistake, but they no longer have the luxury. And the other problem with that is that the rest of the division is really good. Uh, I think Seattle was the best baseball team they faced last year. Uh, in the postseason, I know I know it looks like a sweep, but that was a, that was a close, close, close series, Clint. And Seattle's going to be better. Uh, the Rangers have spent a hell of a lot of money. I think they had five players in the MLB.com top 100. I think they were one of five or six teams to do that, so they're going to be better. Um, the division's going to be tougher, so you don't have as deep a starting pitching, and these other guys are going to have to step up. But I'm, I'm still okay with letting him walk, but. You can't count on Lance McCullers, and you're going to have to count on guys that you really haven't counted on as much in their in their upcoming roles, even more so than you did before. Well, they did fine with him without him last year, but they had Verlander. Yeah, they the, offered yeah, Verlander a one-year deal with an option. Mets gave him a two-year deal with an option, and of course got him. I think Hunter Brown's going to be outstanding, and uh, Garcia getting rid of the rock baby because mm. of the pitch clock. You know he's done well in spring training, I think. Now they're all playing for the different countries. I didn't pay any attention to World Baseball Classic last time, but being in the clubhouse for two hours every day and listening to how fired up they are about that, I'm paying attention to it now. And uh, it's kind of exciting, although I wish, I do wish they were using these new rules because they go back to the old way, then they come back to the new way. And uh, there are going to be violations. So is Garcia going to cha-cha in the uh, World Baseball if he Classic? Can, if he can do it within uh, the time. Well, no, in the World Baseball Classic. I don't know if he's going to rock the baby. So he's going he's to go back. I, hopefully he's doing what he's going to be doing I'm in the big leagues. I'm guessing he's going to do the same thing. Because why would he take? The difference might be Altuve. Instead of taking one foot out and redoing his gloves, he steps out and does it the old way. Well, I tell you what, man. Going, going back to to Lance McCullers and Landry, your the luxury is a perfect term. I, I'm with you. I mean, you can go even deeper in, in, in terms of like last year, hell, you could have two injured pitchers and still do a, have a six-man rotation if you needed to so or if you death. wanted to. Right. Yeah. You can't do you, – you now, I guess you can still do that, but you can't do it with the same quality They were that holding you did it last Hunter year. Brown yeah. in the mic. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, so I just, I mean, whether you're talking about the top end luxury, you're talking about that mid where you can bring Javier in and have a guy that could potentially throw a no-hitter if you needed him. If not, you just leave him in the bullpen all the way down to the depth at the bottom of it. You just don't have it. At some point in time, guys, the, the again, luxury of, oh, they were fine. Like John just said, they were fine last year. I mean, at some point, that's going to bite them in the ass, John. Right? Yeah, I don't think it'll be this year. Their bullpen was the best in baseball last year. It's the best in baseball this year. A guy I would like to see get a chance to start if it's an emergency would be Brian Abreu. You know, he, oh Stanek had the lowest ERA in baseball. He couldn't even pitch because of Abreu, and he started off as a starter. I, they list him at 6'1". I stood next to him when I interviewed him. He's taller than 6'1". And he is... 
huge, and he is rocked. And uh, I, I'm. What do you uh, mean rocked? Like jacked? Jacked. Rocked. Yeah, rocked. Jacked. Rocked. Is he is he pina out of the shower? Rocked. Uh, he's bigger than pina. What did that look like when you got to see him up close in person? <laughs> Which one? Pina. Pina. Pina looks like I used to. <laughs> When you when you're jumping in, in fences. my dreams, yeah. yeah. The days we used one to make of the things I like when he was laying it down in tractors. One of the things I liked about going to spring too. training at that time when I was there before they started playing, you could go to all the fields and watch them hit and feel and everything. And I was watching Jose Abreu because I'm compiling stuff to do a column on him, and he was hitting line drives that were so hard you could hang clothes on it. But Pena was launching them to left left center field, center field, right center, everywhere but down the right field line, massive home run shots. And I know Dusty Baker's going to drop him in the order from number two for Brantley. And, of course, Dusty mm. knows a whole lot more about it than I do. Well, but I do know this. Mm. When they put Jeremy Pena in the two-hole, his career took off. Man. The Astros took off. But Dusty says if Brantley's in there, he's batting second. Oh, oh my. Let, 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 yeah, let's 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 discuss that. Let's talk th- talk about that on the other side. Uh, this lineup, not a, they've got a lot of great pieces, but where do these pieces fit in the lineup? That two spot with Brantley is is interesting. There, let's get into that and the uh, the potential issue that could arise with the Astros moving forward. They got two big guns out there that want new contracts, Tucker and Framber Valdez. How important is it that? They get those deals done. We'll discuss that next as we're live right here at Twin Peaks off 290. Come on out and come hang out with us. It's the Sports Radio 610 Roundtable Spring Baseball Edition. Live from Twin Peaks off 290, here's Landry Locker, SportsRadio610.com's John McClain, and The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, make your way on down here, uh... Uh, as we're at Twin Peaks off of 290, and I'm telling you, uh, you want to get down here soon if you are a fan of uh, uh, a popular brand of music that's being played nightly around here, you might want to get down here yeah, for what do you a, know about strong, this biscuit? a strong giveaway. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T. P-U-R-O-A-I-R dot com. Not much. I'm more of a corn guy. Uh, <laughs> so is Nick. Hold on, which, which one's Fred Durst? He's this one. Limbisk. Yeah. All right, I got that. I got hey, that. like a chump. Hey, like a chump. You, uh, you went with corn, huh? That's a little corn guy. I just, I he just, just He's just naming that. Guy. He doesn't know anything about corn. Not a, not a drop. Um, I'd be shocked if he did. I knew Fred Durst, though. I had Fred Durst. You didn't think I had that in my in my wheelhouse. Uh, no, we're live out here as uh, our baseball edition of this roundtable. Uh, Landry Locker, John McClain. And Landry, uh, l- let's jump into this right now, the lineup. Um, how do you how do you see this going? They got a lot of parts. I think that two-hole is fascinating on what could happen there. I think it's silly. Uh, and, and, you know, this could be an overreaction. I just think, look, I know Michael Brantley's the veteran. I know that Michael Brantley is – He's, he's my guy, Michael F. and Brantley, the second he came here. Uh, professional hitter, all that. 
But let's be honest, Michael Brantley's not going to be in the lineup for 162. Uh, Jeremy Pena is going to, you'd think, be in the lineup for close to 162. And Jeremy Pena has hit in the two-hole and won an ALCS MVP and a World Series MVP. So I would just, I I feel like the two-hole belongs to Jeremy Pena, Mm. not just this season, but maybe for the next who knows how long. And then, Michael Brantley, we can figure something out. We can hit you third, fourth, fifth, sixth, whatever. But I, I, if I'm Dusty and I'm not, Dusty's an OG. Just, Dusty's one of the best to ever do it. Sometimes I think managers tend to side with veterans. Jeremy Payne is in the two-hole no matter what, anytime he's in the lineup. Well, it ain't happening. <laughs> That doesn't make it right, John. Nope, I agree. That doesn't make it right, John. I think you should be, you should be bad in a second, but Dusty made it clear it will be Michael Brantley whenever he's playing. John came sliding in head first into second. Landry had well, it ain't happening. He had an old fire pit lit up, boy. That old fire pit was roaring. We were we sitting around telling a good story. John walked out of the bathroom and threw old co- a wet towel on the damn flame. If Alvarez can't hit, I'd put Pena fourth. Come on, guys. Mm. Let's, let's Listen, since he's not batting second, but for yeah. me, for me, I, 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 just, I, I think personally, I would put Kyle Tucker in the two spot. I think that I think there should be more uh, emphasis putting on him, put on him being in the best place possible, and I, I think he's your best stolen bet, stolen base threat uh, in in the lineup. I'd like to see what what he does. Seeing pitches, batting behind Altuve and in front of Alvarez, I, I I think he is maybe probably your third best hitter on the team. I want him batting in the first inning. I want him getting the most at bats of everybody else. And I like if you're putting Pena up there and then having where Tucker hits behind Abreu, down in the order, he is the one of all of the hitters in this lineup the last few years that have been one of your better hitters that have just gotten screwed with his protection like he don't have nobody behind him he is not seeing great i want to see what he looks like no shift in the two spot in between those guys i think he's a better hitter than pena and to the point you made about brantley not sure where he's going to how many games he's going to play to me kyle tucker is your third best hitter on this team right now I, I would have him in the two spots. It's happening. It is pretty. It is pretty effing awesome though that we're arguing about Michael Brantley, Jeremy Pena, or Kyle Tucker hitting second. We should though. be arguing about Jake Myers and Chaz McCormick. No, I don't want it. No, no. that's Stop. the only don't question they got. Don't mention the name Jake Myers. Don't you, mention, my presence, the, don't you mention damn Jake Myers? That's the only question they have, other than Corey Lee or Yiner Diaz. Yeah, they don't have a single uh, battle. Don't even get – there's not a battle on the team. And Myers they have a struggle with a pitch clock, too. It's always – he always got something, don't he, Clint? Always. It's always, always something with Jake. Always be something with Jake. His little yeah. – oh, my elbow hurts. Oh, I can't hit off a second baseman for the White Sox that's throwing 50 miles an hour. Oh, I can't – oh, the pitch You're count never going to let him live that down. No, hell no. He was dead to me that day that happened. When he, okay, when he got struck out looking, <laughs> swinging and looking. He, had, he took a, he took he a strike a down rusty. the middle at 49 miles an hour, and then he struck out swinging <laughs> at 53 miles an hour by the second baseman in a 20-5 to five ball game. He was dead to me. And, I mean, I, listen, I'm not saying Chaz is great, but, my God, it's not even a discussion right now between Chaz and Jake. And now, Clint, 
your boy Jake is struggling. Uh, well, He's struggling with the look, pitch count. I, I just oh, t- Jay. Here's the deal. I don't appreciate you c- jumping on, on white boy Chaz, by the way, John. Um, <laughs> I mean, look, I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and, 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 you know, pull the chain of, of – of uh, Chaz McCormick as if he's the best thing since sliced bread. But if you want to bring somebody in to replace him, if you want to bring a better player in, that's whether it's an older veteran or it's a young up-and-comer, and you want to roll him in center, cool. There's a, there's a room there to upgrade. But, but my man, you want to talk about somebody that earned something. I mean, my man earned the right when your other center fielders are – What's the other kid's Siri? name? Siri. Well, Siri. Yeah, they don't. He'd be. He's he'd, be in the, he'd be in the he's damn in Tampa. But he'd be in the competition. He's if, still on the main park. Dubon is who I'm thinking about. Verland, oh, Verlander's, oh Verlander's pop up guy and and Jake Myers. I mean, come on, man. Neither one of those guys are bringing anything to the table where you go. Yeah, I just got to hang with this guy and give him another shot over White Boy Chaz. I mean, what's he? You want to talk about a guy that that played his best baseball when it mattered the most? I, mean, I know it's on a level of of Alvarez and Pena and all these guys. I know it's a bottom you know, eight, the eight-hole hitter with the Astros, but, damn, you want to talk about a guy that earned something. I mean, what, what do we – I don't I know. Think, I, I think Chaz has earned the right to not battle Jake, Jake Myers struggling with the pitch count. Do you really think Dusty's, he is, though? Go ahead. Do you really think he's battling him? You think that's a real battle? Or you think Dusty's just you trying to the, show some tough love to Did you to get that feel when you were there, when you were there? That that's a real battle? According to Dusty, it is. But according to everybody else, it's not. And um, I thought during the offseason they were going to get a legitimate center fielder, maybe a guy like uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds, but he would have cost too much. Now, they got issue. They got um, – who's the guy, uh, Dearden, who's tearing it up? A left-handed hitter. He has been outstanding. He's one of their top prospects. Boy, he'd love to see. As Dusty said, we need a surprise. said, is Forrest Whitley a surprise? No, we know about Forrest. But a guy to emerge who's worked hard in the offseason or he emerges in spring training, we need a surprise. I think if Whitley can pitch, he'd be a huge surprise considering what disappointment he's been. Gonna bring up I'm not no- counting on that. Are y'all, up- are y'all happy with the catching situation? Hell no. Pinocchio. You got Corey Lee and Yiner Diaz, and Diaz may be a backup first baseman or backup DA. I'm worried about Maldi being skinny, man. Well, he's I'm, not, worried, I'm worried hey, about Maldi being he's skinny. He's not skinny. I saw him from behind. His butt still, you could show. He's still got a catcher's butt? Double feature. He lost it in his stomach. Yeah. He's still got the catcher's butt I just feel like he legs. needs to be fat. But the fact is, where are you losing it from, John? He's not going to. I saw that. He's still got a big butt too. I saw him walking. <laughs> where he's, are you losing? He's it from, losing John? it up here. Uh, he's losing soda. it up here. Where you got that soda weight loss? Where he's are you losing, losing right it here. from? Huh? Well, if you can't look and see, you wouldn't. I, I don't know. Well, I, face, I don't look at myself. <laughs> the face, the face, and like the the sternum is where I'm we're not we're losing, losing it. it. I'm not losing it where Trey Adams lost it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the catch, I mean the catcher situation. I like Maldi. Think people know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah I think so. Uh, Maldi. I think they can assume. Uh, Maldi. I don't. I don't have any issues with what he's. I mean, I mean he's he's going to be he's going to be what he is, and he's a defensive guy that that's going to be what he is. I'm not worried about the weight loss, and, and with the lineup being being longer now, I don't think Maldi's bat is as big a deal. It's just, I mean. Hey, he he's so great with the pitching staff. That's why he's out there. Boy, he better be great with Hunter Brown. Boy, he better be great with the uh, with the back half. That's what he I, needs to I, be. John, how much being out there watching? How, how much do you think 
the the defense uh, the defensive catcher i mean how's how much you think that's going to be um how much more important do you think that's going to be if you will I, with the bases being a little bit closer with the shift not being as 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 much of a big deal as it was i think teams will still cheat but but as much as it was runners believe a lot of people believe runners are going to be more active how, how much do you think Maldi, the defensive catcher, is going to make a difference. I'll tell you one thing. It's the mental part. And one of the things I liked, you spend an hour in the clubhouse if you're in the media before workouts and afterward. You know, two hours a day. That's a lot of time. So I would just sit in there some and watch how the players interacted. And Maldonado, where his, where his locker is, there would be, they had, let's see, five catchers in camp when I was there. And those guys were like over there listening and learning from the master. They'd pull chairs up. They'd be around him. He'd be talking. They'd have their heads in there, a couple of them making notes. And I understand why they like him. Everybody says he'll be a manager if he wants to be. And they think he wants to be. They also think that uh, Michael Brantley will be a manager if that's what he wants to be because he was doing some of the same things with the other players. But – Maldonado's not he's going to be 37 and he's not going to how many times can they count on him they've got to have a legitimate backup catcher and it's it's going to be Corey Lee yeah yeah uh, first world problems right there the backup catcher eight holes with their dealing with that right shows there. you how good shape Damn. they're in if Damn. that's that's the problem absolutely all right coming up um those contracts how important it is is it that they lock up Framber and Tucker and I want you all to listen to this, and you at home as well, 713-572-4610. What are fair, actual fair expectations for this team in 2023? We'll discuss that coming up next. It's the Sports Radio 610 Roundtable Spring Baseball Edition. Live from Twin Peaks off 290, here's Landry Locker, SportsRadio610.com's John McClain, and The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Ah, fantastic! As we are back live at um, at Twin Peaks, I or I uh, off of two ninety. Make your way on out here, hey man. We're here till six, but the party won't stop. It is live in here. Uh, college basketball games. It's cha- championship week all over the place, uh, and uh, it's going to be a good good night. John McClain, the general, of the Hall of Famer, uh, is here with us as well as Landry Locker. Uh, and Clint Sterner, the drive, is here as well. We're having a, a great time out here. By the way, we always set the over-under at two and a half. Right now, we need one more person to come up and mistake Aaron uh, for Tyler Milner. We always set the over-under uh, when we're out. Uh, how many people think Aaron is Tyler? And uh, uh, we're at two right now. Need one more. So uh, that'll be fantastic. They're both handsome men. Y- yeah. They're uh, really handsome Are men. they? Is Tyler handsome? <laughs> Tyler, yeah, Megan thinks so. That's all, man. Uh, I don't know if she does, though. You think all those pictures are deep fakes? I don't know. (laughs) Tyler, are you handsome? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm a lot of things, and one of those things is very good looking. A lot of things. A lot of things. There was a picture you guys put from 10 years ago at A&M, and I said, who is that that Megan's with? That ain't Tyler. (laughs) That didn't look like you at all. He was fat. I was, no, I was right. the opposite. Fat? I was no, 140 was, no, pounds. He had less less of a beard. When were you fat? Uh, I was fat probably like four or five ish years ago is when I got kind of big. Okay. Yeah. But in college, I was a I was looking like yeah, Kevin yeah, Durant yeah. out there minus the height. Fit. 
Yeah, rail pin minus the height. Yeah, everything. you ain't got the frame to carry too much, T. No, it looks real bad when I put on weight, dude. Like yeah, real bad. To. Yeah, you, you put. Well, on if you weight. have a problem, Tyler, you know what you need to do. Oh, Soda weight Go loss. Soda weight loss program. SodaWeightLoss.com. I'll tell you. And to tell you the truth, is somebody, man, I. I uh, I tell you, um, I've tried a lot of a lot of fads, man. I've tried a lot of weight loss. Nothing's uh, ever worked uh, as good as this, right? Nothing ever has, man. And it's so easy to follow. I'm telling you right now. Your man. brother-in-law so did it follow. with you. Check out uh, sodaweightloss.com, man. You check it out. All right, um, as John, my soda weight loss bu- brother Clint Landry here. How how important is it that they get those deals done with Kyle Tucker and? Kyle Tucker and Framber Valdez, and do you think this is something that they have to swallow, swallow the bullet on? In the past, they haven't really paid, you know, full price for guys like this. They've been able to let these guys move on. Do you think these two guys are exceptions to how they usually go th- go with things, Landry? I don't think Tucker's in a hurry, and I don't think they're in a hurry either. They got three years left of club control, I believe. It's it's wild that he's making five million dollars, uh, but. I don't, I don't think it's crucial uh, with Tuck, but after three years, I mean, they, they might as well just chunk the deuce to him because he's going to be, so. be gone. You know, the, the, the thing about it is the Braves have done it and the Astros kind of did it with Alvarez. Like, people from different upbringings or they come from different parts of the country, like Jordan Alvarez comes from Cuba. Like, him, get, him signing this contract early, it's like life-changing for him Kyle Tucker's being more patient with it and I don't want to say take advantage but they jump on it quickly I don't think Tucker's in a hurry he could be your best player and making less than 10 million dollars so I don't think it's crucial uh at all for either one of them I think because you got him under contract so long that and there and Jim Crane unless he changes his entire philosophy is not going to do those long-term deals Dana Brown is so really so nobody refreshing as, uh, yeah, if he didn't do it with Springer and Correa and those guys, I don't see him doing it with one of these guys. And Dana Brown came in talking about wanting to sign extensions on these guys, plus Altuve and Bregman. And he is a really good talker. He's very refreshing compared to James Click, who you didn't hear say much about squat. And But you get people's hopes up when you talk about it and when it doesn't happen, you don't. I don't blame Tucker because without the shift, he's, his average is going to go up. And uh, so that will give him more bargaining power next year. But, man, you can't keep losing your star. Yeah, just at some point, right? Like, one of these guys, like, one of these guys, like, I don't th- I, I, I don't think with Framber or Tucker, either one of them are going to give him this this hometown discount, Clint. Nah. And at, <laughs> at some point, man, nah. you got to, I mean, you just can't just let them. And they, now, to, their, to them, they've let about five or six of them in a row just walk out and they keep going to the ALCS into the World Series and then winning but damn man I mean <laughs> yeah I always I try to I mean obviously the the control and kind of how the upbringing and all that what you did, did Tucker come up with the, with that silver spoon I don't know if he did or not I I, I just he got he got a real silver silver spoon look so he gonna just hold I, out I, for three years being honest no disrespect <laughs> I mean I wish I'd had a silver he's spoon. from Tampa I don't know I, I don't know what I, that I'm, means. A, I'm going to look into I'm going to look into his background so I'm going uh, to look into that yeah I'm going to look into that I bet he'd go over a clear water way probably on the water um I, I, <laughs> like here, here's the thing with Tucker to me it, it's when I hear Tucker talk like I don't, I don't get 
the feel that like Tuck really looks at the clubhouse and the the chemistry and all the things that we've heard Bregman and Altuve that we know about this clubhouse how special it is. I just I don't get that he and I don't know I'm not saying he should. I just don't get it that I, I don't get the vibe that he's like. Yeah, I got to be an Astro. Like, I, I think nah, he, I get a real dip, vibe like, yeah. hey, I can go wherever the hell you need. To, I, I need to go and make this money, and I'm going to make a team better and make them a contender kind of deal. Because the vibe was already created before he got here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. 2017, they, yeah. they, they, it was already there, he and then he the just kind of came into yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I, I just when, when, I, when I hear him talk, I just get a real, like, hey, I'm going to be patient, and if y'all want to play that long-term big money deal, you can. If not – then I'm going to jump up out of here when I get when I get the opportunity. When you're trying to sign a guy to a long-term contract, why do you fight him over such a small amount in arbitration? Yeah. And he's in the arbitration hearing what you're saying about him. And he said it wasn't like they trashed me. I hear worse than I feel. But he used a lot of buts. And usually he's a boring interview. But when he was talking about his arbitration, he was not boring. You could tell it bothered him. And I'm thinking Should. over a million and a half dollars – why not just give it to Two and a half mil. Two and a half mil. Just sign him to it because it's chicken feed compared to what you're talking about on his long-term He's future. making half as much as uh, Montero. Yeah. Especially for what, what, he, is, what he, his production and what he brings you. And, and, and that's what I'm saying is you said they could wait three years, and that just has to be with the thought of we're, we're never going to pay him long-term because I, I, I will be shocked if Kyle Tucker – doesn't have seasons the next couple of years that say, oh, God, he's improving, and you got to break him off more. Like, I think Kyle Tucker is, especially no shift, John, I think Kyle Tucker, his numbers are going to get even bigger than they have What'd been. What would you say, no what, John? <laughs> I said no shift. <laughs> oh. Hey, John, <laughs> John is I, no didn't, sh- I didn't hear the F. John, is it normal – is it normal or common for players to sit in on their arbitration meetings? You're cruising for a bruising if you do. You should let the agent handle it and stay out of it. But he wanted to sit in there. And I don't know enough about it to say that. But I'm thinking, why in the world would he want to be in there and them comparing his stats to other players? I just don't understand it. All right, as we're, I don't. I think. I, I think I would. I think I would love to be in there. Well, Grinky, like I, I think that's a solid. I think that's a, a solid move. Grinky didn't do it, and then he decided he wanted to go sit in someone else's just to see what was going on. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, it's boring as hell." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I don't know. I mean, I, you got to have some thick skin, obviously, but you you want to find out where you really stand with an organization, like out, like with the dudes that ultimately are going to cut checks and negotiate contracts and, and make the decision. Unless you think, unless you think Dusty's out there, you know, having a, a heavy hand in who gets who gets re-upped or extended, like you want to find out what they really believe in you, or believe about you. Oh yeah, when it comes I mean, down to that money, on that joker yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, I'm too sensitive. I wouldn't want that. Dusty oh, loves well, yeah, you. Would want, you would want to know though where you stand. Like you'd want to know, like if, if somebody doesn't, doesn't see you in their future. As soon as you're buy- fighting me over two and a half million when I'm Kyle Tucker, I know where y'all well, stand. Depend- I don't well, depending hear on it. what they say in there. It's hard for me to just think, all right, just turn around like afterwards and say that was just business. And then go ahead and, and We and love you. Around. You're great, but. But. Nah, yeah. Nah. All right. Uh, as we're live here doing a, a baseball edition of uh, the roundtable here at Twin Peaks off uh, 290, let's go through it. Uh, this team is, uh, is thought to be one of the top teams in baseball this year, coming off of uh, winning the World Series, but they do lose. 
the Cy Young Award winner and Justin Verlander, but they've added some pieces like Abreu. What are realistic expectations, realistic expectations, John, for this team this year? Dusty Baker said first day, if people say we're not going to miss Verlander, are you kidding me? Of course we're going to miss Verlander. We need other guys to step up, and I think they are going to miss him, especially with how well he pitched last year. And, um, you know, the Braves won 102 games trying to repeat, and then they lost in the playoffs. So they could have a great record, get upset in the playoffs, but they still got everything it takes to, to repeat, be the first team to repeat since the Yankees in 2000. Damn. Mm. I, I think 90 wins is my expectation. I, I don't expect a repeat. If it happens, I'll be, I won't be shocked. I'll be happy. But it's a way, it's a way better division. Uh, you, your pitching is not as deep. You're asking guys to do stuff that they've never been asked to do. The rule changes impact some of your most important pieces the most, including the two guys on the back end of the bullpen that work slower than anyone else in baseball. You have concerns about Jordan Alvarez. So just get into the postseason. We know they can flip the switch. My expectation's 90 wins, and I'm not really going to set the bar too high. Really? 100 wins, more than 100. 90 wins, 90 really? Wins. I, I, think the divi- I really do think this division's going to be a lot better than it's been. I, that's something like... Look, I'm not taking anything away from the Astros or anything they've done, but this division has been a disaster. I think Seattle Seattle is on a very high level right now. They're really, really close. The Rangers have spent all kinds of money, and not going to say they're close, but I think they're going to be competing for a wild card. And I don't think the Angels are going to be as bad as they were. The A's, they suck. But I think the division's going to be a lot tougher, and you're asking guys to do stuff they haven't in a while. So... Just get in the postseason. I'm going to say 90 wins is my expectation. So who you think is going to win the division? The Mariners, based on everything you just said? Yes, I think Seattle's going to win the division. Wow. Where are you at? Realistic expectations, Clay. Okay, man. Man, I have no clue. Tyler's mad at me with his jersey on. I I have like I I don't. There's so it's so different for all the reasons Landry just said. The rule the rule changes I, I think are going to be a big deal. Like, I think the rule changes are going to impact the game of baseball at the Major League Baseball level in a huge way. I don't think it's just going to be – and I'm talking pitching, hitting, field, every aspect of the game, it's going to impact. Now, hopefully it just doesn't hammer the Astros. I, hell, I have no idea. I, I'll go with 90 because I trust Lockdog did his homework. I go with 100. And yeah. I, I did an interview at the Combine with the Dallas Station. They said, can you talk about the Astros? And I said, does Dolly Parton sleep on her back? And so he started talking about the Rangers. I said, you got a good chance for third place. Good luck. Just because you winning. spend money doesn't mean you're going to be any good. Yeah. Although they do have good young players. But they'll be battling the Mariners for second. Yeah, I think it's a disappointment if they don't make it to the ALCS. Like, I mean, with this team, with this group, like, to me, I'm not going to say win it all, repeat, because that's hard. I think it'll be disappointing if they don't make it to the ALCS. Because if they have issues – before the trade deadline, I think they will do things to try to the fix only thing those is issues. Slow down this team or injuries. Yeah. Do you think Dolly sleeps on her back? Absolutely. Nah, I, I, those are some nice pillows right there. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. I appreciate you guys. Everybody had a great time. Thank you guys very much. Great. Thanks to Landry. Thanks John. to Twin Peaks. Land as well. Everybody at Twin Peaks coming up. Texans All Access, the best of as well. I am Ron, the show Hughley, as always, Houston. We love you, baby. 
Drew Hill over here next to me. Ron, the show, Ugly. Pants, Tyler, Ugly. Hey, oh, pink nipples and pissy pants over here at Sports Radio 610. Side head bald spot uh, I, I, with us as well. You still call me Spot. 